Hey, this is Mumble Podcast, where we turn the art of mumbling into the skill of learning English. Well, this is Mumble Podcast. I'm Dalgad. Welcome back to the Mumble World. How have you been? How have you been, dear listeners? It's been a while, you know, since our last episode. Uh, here now, I'm alone. There are no guests. I don't know if you are, um, if you're excited about it or not. But yeah, I'm gonna be alone, and I'm gonna talk a lot today. And I hope you will listen to this podcast till the very end. Um. Anyway, this is December. Um. 11th it's evening i'm sitting in my room so yeah i hope you're doing well since there are like two holidays right to be celebrated very soon i'm talking about christmas and new year the new year so and i you know uh, i i i think you must be busy now rushing around like looking for gifts for your dearest ones no um you know um as but however as it is just uh, the beginning like the 11th of december so not all of you must be rushing around now because you know i'm not rushing uh honestly i i i kind of hate um hate looking for gifts uh this you know responsibility piles up on me and making me feel so bad about myself and about the person who i am you know because i wanna really i on i like i like giving gifts away but but when it comes to like allocating some time and looking for them and spending time um outside yeah yeah it it immediately makes me keep procrastinating till the last moment you know so if there are any of you like me keep procrastinating these days just know that i'm i'm with you yeah i want to support you so yeah um Well, with this episode, I wanna I wanna launch of our new series of Mumble podcast, um, like special ones, if you like. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna immerse you in in a world of captivating stories uh, shared by our special guests, like my friends and my students, my our professors uh, I'm working with, and my stories. So yeah, as you as you listen, you know. You will not only be entertained, but also have the opportunities to enhance your your English language skills. So, and I hope they will be super exciting for you all. So, and to begin with, um, so the story I'm gonna tell you today is called New York, New York. So, as you might guess, it happened to me in New York, um, probably three, four weeks ago. I stayed there for two days, so. Um, but first off, I'd like to go through the words I've got for you. Um, these words are kind of our target word, target vocabulary words, you know, which I'd like you to use later. So I've got just some regular words which you must have come across and some expressions which you probably have never heard of. So, yeah. And then um, the first one is the phrasal verb to come alive. <clears throat> so when something comes alive, it basically means that it turns on, you know, um, let's say 
we use this verb phrasal verb when we describe something um, that comes to life like Moscow you know at night Moscow comes alive it means that uh, despite despite the night outside um, like there's always uh, there's always something to do in Moscow I think in like in many metropolises like Moscow New York etc so to come alive so the next verb I'd like to focus on is um, just a second yeah invigorating invigorating I-N-V-I-G-O-R-A-T-I-N-G invigorating it means like we use this actually it's a verb to invigorate it means that to make someone feel fresher healthier and energetic up to a point so when something say some people believe that coffee invigorates them like you know um, makes them more energetic but actually it's not true for some like a cold shower invigorates them so yeah if something is invigorating it just now it, it makes you fresher it makes you feel fresher and more energetic so the next word is a pedicap or pedicaps. So pedicap basically it's like a um, like a bicycle with three wheels, uh, with uh, with a covered seat at the back for passengers. Sometimes people call it like a rickshaw, rickshaw or rickshaw. To be honest, I'm not sure which way is um, correct. So rickshaw, I think. Uh, yeah, wheeled rickshaw. It's a you know I was surprised when I saw them in, in New York, yeah, pedicap, so we call them pedicaps. Um, so the next one is to be headed, so it's an adjective, even though we use it like I'm headed, so it means that to go in a particular direction, like you might be asked, hey, where you headed? It means that your interlocutor is interested where you're going, so to be headed somewhere. Well, I'm headed to, to, to the library, for example. Well, I'm headed to to the to the to the store, you know, to get some, to do to do the shopping. So to be headed. Um, like the next one is to take in. It's another phrasal verb in our list. To take in basically means to observe something, like to take in the atmosphere of. Um, I don't know. Like, I like I like I like um. Uh, I like skydiving, let's say, because I take in the atmosphere of being being above. Uh, so yeah, take in like observe it, you know, you kind of feel it. Um, so the next expression is it's not a verb, it's not a noun either, it's a full expression which I'm going to read out now. Um, basically, it goes like um, I'm not a pushover. So to be a pushover or not to be a pushover. So as a rule, we use it. We use this expression in a negative way. Like I'm not a pushover, which means that you you typically um, th th that's a person who is not easily taken advantage of. So like you, if you say that you're not a pushover, you basically mean that you you're ready to to stand up for for yourself when necessary. Like you 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 you. You know, you never, you never give up, like that way. You're not a pushover. Okay, I'm not a pushover. 
yeah like no matter what happens so i just know that i'm not a pushover i'm going to fight till the end that way um so to take to take through that's another uh, phrasal verb with 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 take in our list take in like i said earlier to observe uh, to take through so basically it means to explain like could you please take me through this this uh, like list of rules it means that you want someone to explain you uh, and explain in a in a kind of pretty um, like detailed manner you know when um, every single detail is explained thoroughly so it involves like clarifying and justifying a concept so to take through like could you take me through um, the next one is another, I would say it's an, a sort of an idiom, which is pretty common in, in all languages. So, it goes like, in war, all means are good. In war, all means are good. So, this, this idiom is used to describe a situation uh, in which people do not follow the usual rules or behavior. Like, oh, you know, they, they do things that are normally considered unfair. So in all way, like in war, all means are good. So yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting, right? Isn't it? So the next one is to fall for. Uh, fall for F A double L, for like, it's one more phrasal verb in our list. So we use to fall for when basically we we mean that when someone, like believes, someone, you know, um. Well, I never fall for I never fall for psychics. Like whenever they 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 try to predict my future, I never fall for that. Like I never believe. Okay, so basically, when you fall for something, like pretty common, it's it's a common knowledge that people, uh, people fall for different, uh, different different ads like advertising campaigns at different ads on TV on YouTube so they fall for them particularly uh, during some shopping kind of uh, like like picks uh, say during like on, on Black Friday which is super super popular so um, yeah if you fall for uh, like like discounts on Black Friday it means that you believe that you can catch something um, something you know great let's say um so and the i've got two more expressions they are quite complicated and i'm gonna just do my best just to explain them as clearly as possible um as thoroughly as possible if you like so to be increasingly fraud fraud uh, let me let me spell f-r-a-u-g-h-t um fraud means that a situation so basically we use uh, a situation like to be fraud or to be increasingly fraud uh, when we when a situation we're describing is becoming more filled with problems you know risks like or extreme worry for example mm, like the negotiations became increasingly fraught with difficulties so it means that um, you know that the negotiations were progressively filled with more challenges and concerns so to be increasingly fraught okay when you you get kind of you get more and more suspicious about the 
the, the positive outcome of your of your initial like in, in initiative initial initiative sorry for the, for the phthology so anyway and the last one is to do something with baited brief so that's my favorite one to do something with baited brief um, basically it means when you do something with with uh, baited brief it means that you are you are um, so it's excitedly you you feel excited or anxious um, when you are like while you anticipate something it's gonna happen like just imagine if you bet some money that your team is gonna win and there is like for example you it's your favorite team you watch football soccer and you bet I don't know hundred bucks right and you 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 just wait as a rule we you combine the verb this expression with the verb wait so you are waiting with baited brief that your team is gonna win and you're gonna you're gonna kind of multiply your uh your initial bet right you're gonna kind of you bet 100 bucks you're gonna bet you, you get back like 200 300 bucks so you're waiting with baited brief or there's another example like the audience watched the performance with baited brief like eager to see the outcome so that's what i've got for you uh talking about the words we're gonna go we're gonna go through we're gonna come across um now i want to tell you the story that happened to me um, uh, in November 20th um, when I got to New York for the first time. So November um, 20th and I'm, I'm headed to, I'm on my way to New York. Um, so yeah, and uh, I'm super excited. Um, it's, I'm just taking this short trip from DC to New York. Um, and they, and I and I landed at the airport uh, LaGuardia, um, as you probably probably may not know, but there are three international airports in New York. Probably the most like famous one is JFK, John F. Kennedy International Airport. The second most popular is LaGuardia, LaGuardia uh, Airport, and then the last the last one is New York Liberty International Airport. So, and I got there uh, at the airport of LaGuardia. So, um, you know, as there's nothing special, there was nothing special. It was regular airport, um, a lot of people just just rushing around, just, you know. Um, and I, and I, I was among them. Uh, I was on my way to get out of the airport. So I was hurriedly looking at my phone, trying to figure out how to get to the hotel I'd booked beforehand. All of a sudden, a Japanese airport worker greeted me, you know, with, with the words like, Welcome to New York, sir. I got, I got a bit perplexed since it looked exactly it does in Hollywood movies. So I approached him hoping to get some help, which he actually did uh, with his gently Japanese accent. He navigated me through the complicated airport transport system. Yeah, honestly, the I guess as everywhere, so um, the transport system is pretty pretty complicated there. Um, so, and and thanks to this gentleman, um, he helped me through. He helped me out, and the, he told me like what bus uh, I I'm supposed to like take to get to my hotel. So, and now on my way to the hotel located in Chinatown, though. In other words, like 
I also figured out that Chinatown is one of the dirtiest hoots in New York City. So, and and I got there. Uh, it was a probably four-ish p.m. So, and I got there. It's a two-star hotel in Chinatown. Pretty pretty decent one, you know. Yeah, and I once I checked in, I dropped my stuff in the room and rushed out, and I headed to the to the to the downtown like Manhattan. Yeah, I went there because you know I was desperate to see Manhattan. I was desperate to see uh, Times Square there. I was desperate just to be there because you know it's kind of it's a sort of a you know like a dream of a like a lifetime dream you know uh, just to be there. So and by the time I got to the hotel like. Um, it already dark, cause even though it was just 4, 5 p.m., but it was already dark outside, yeah. And the, But, as you know, it's not about New York. It comes alive at night, so... I got to Times Square, and, uh, yeah, you know, it was super, super crowded, but still was vibrant. What I mean, when I got there, you know, the first, what I experience like catching diverse flavors curry shish kebab you know and so on like wafting from all corners combining into a fusion of something invigorating yeah you kind of you kind of to be honest i wasn't I, I i hadn't expected anything like that i i was like wow um because you know I think New York. That's the thing that when you you may you may have any expectations, but they will never they will never live up to the reality there. You've got to just experience it. Yeah. And on top on top of that, you know, you also hear people talking in different languages, and pedicabs running around with deafening music like "Last Christmas." You know, I gave you my heart. Now I hate this song so far because. You know, you get shocked and you catch on the meaning that New York City is believed just to be the world capital. Because you, you, you might see there literally anything. So, And just shocked a bit there. Uh, honestly, again, um, I hadn't expected to see caddy caps, uh, excuse me, pedicabs uh, in, in, in downtown. Because uh, it's something you know that I cannot really, still cannot associate with associate with New York. So, but you know, it's easy, right? It's just a, uh, it's a market. If people, if people like, um, if tourists, right? Because I'm sure that uh, the main audience of pedicabs are tourists. So if pe- tourists want to move around in pedicabs, why not? So then I was headed along one of the av- avenues taken in New York's iconic nature, like along along the Rockefeller Center, along um, like the Empire State Building. So and then soon, like I ended up at the studio of NBC, as you know, um, probably know uh, that NBC stands for National Broadcasting Company, um, and actually it was founded by David Sarnoff. Um, so to my Belarusian listen, listeners, it might be a, a good a good surprise that uh, David Sarnov uh, was a Belarusian Jewish immigrant, and uh, yeah, if you like, you can find a lot of you can find like um, a lot of information about him on Wikipedia. So 
and I came in and I faced with something that keeps me fascinating, like till these days in in America. So a merch store, a merch store basically it's a store where you can buy, get, um, uh, like clothes, cups, whatever you want, with a label of your favorite TV show, favorite brand, whatever you know. And there was a yeah, regular merch store with uh, uh, with 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 um, cups and and shirts and t-shirts, um, like. Uh, Depicted with their favorite, with with the top uh, shows there, like The Office, for example, and one of them was there, uh, Jimmy Fallon, and his pretty famous show, uh, late night show, uh, starring uh, Jimmy Fallon. So yeah, and I, you know, whenever I stumble upon these stories, almost everywhere I have been to the U.S., I see like, I I see how exciting you know they are. And it's great. I believe that, you know, we we can basically make make use of this idea back in our countries. So, and I saw their notice board inviting all guests to the city to take part in the world-known late-night show starting with Jimmy Fallon, like I said. And to some of you listeners, it may, it may make no sense, like, you know, just the show and what. But to me, it was like getting a gift you've been dreaming, dreaming of, uh, you know. So yeah, America makes dreams come true, you know. I approached the seller at the cash desk, so she kindly took me through the set of rules I was supposed to follow, like waiting in a standby line two two hours prior to the show. Getting a standby ticket actually doesn't necessarily ensure me that the spot, like the spot means like a, uh, the seat, you know, in 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 the room. So yeah, in the studio. So in the last but not least was the rule just to show up as early as two hours before the show takes place. In my in my case, it was like at three p.m. because the 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 set was scheduled was due at five p.m. Well, and uh, having got excited, you know, as fuck, I I nodded and uh, went out looking forward to soaking again, soaking or taking in the atmosphere. And I witnessing the show myself, yeah. So and you know it was, I was having uh, I I was having this ticket in my hand, uh, and hoping that I yeah, I was like, looking forward to being there. So it's already now it's three p.m. And you know what? Guess what? Uh, I'm in my room. I'm in the hotel and I I'm in my room, waiting for the phone to charge. Yeah. Uh, so that's the first lesson that I learned in in the in in big city. So before going out, you've got to have uh, like um, additional like source of energy. Let's say, I mean, I'm talking about the power bank, you know, for your phone. So as I'd been walking a lot and I'd been taking a lot of pictures on my phone, um, by 3 p.m., you know, it 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 almost kind of died. Yeah, and so. But still, to my surprise, I was calm and composed, as if I, you know, I, uh, as if I had no plans. So at 3:40, I left the hotel for the show. Fortunately, I was staying like 20-ish minutes from the Radio City Hall. That's the that building where NBC uh, is located. So and not worry that the moment I got into the building it was just 4 p.m. 
and I was getting nervous realizing that I might have already lost the spot in a line. So when I got there, I saw a girl. She seemed to me a supervisor, you know, of a show. So I approached her with a ticket in my hand and the question like, and I asked her, well, where's the line? I can't find it. And well, her response was like quite shocking, but I was determined to get there. So I, I couldn't, I couldn't give up, you know. And she said, oh, you are too late, sir. And, and bared a, a cold smile. Bared, basically, it means like she just smiled at me. Actually, it's a pretty common here. Like, no matter what happens, you might be, you might be informed, like, with horrible news, but people keep smiling at you, which is weird to me, you know. But still, um, so I'm not a pushover, actually, and I replied slightly confused. Oh, I'd been around here since 3 p.m. Apparently, I was lying, you know, to her, but so to, so to speak, in war, all means are good. So eventually, she fell for it. She was like, oh, really? Okay. So there is a line behind me. And I got my ticket. So I, guess I sort of like checked. Yeah. And to be fair, I, I think I was quite lucky because that moment, uh, there was only one man standing in a, in a line behind her. So when I joined him, I was the second in line. But I don't know if you believe me or not, but literally in two minutes, over 15 people showed up uh, out of nowhere so um and the supervisor gen gently directed them to our line like you know be like smiling at the same time so i started getting nervous since i was there and they, i was that you know these guys uh like must have must have already been there before me so and i wasn't sure if i if i would get my spot there or not it would be super um it would be huge bummer to me just not to get this spot just fail miserably you know when you are there you spend your time just spend an hour at least waiting and you just get refused at the end still i was uneasy you know that feeling when you are waiting for something extremely important and you're not sure if you're gonna get it or not so yeah i'd been told that they were limited spots and unfortunately not everyone would get that show and it's already 4.45, you know, we're still waiting and another supervisor is trying just to please us like by sharing some highlight, lighthearted anecdotes to provide comfort. So that, that atmosphere to me was quite, um, quite getting, getting increasingly fraught. So all of a sudden the man, the supervisor cried out, all right, now I'm going to hand you over wrist tickets and you have to get to the studio as fast as you can. You have no time to wait. No photo, no video. And the atmosphere was so, like, tense there, you know. And I was thinking, like, geez, is it the late night show or Survivor? Are we going to just be taken to, to a remote island, you know, and fight for food and stuff? Because he was really making us feel kind of scared and, and, and you know, sort of a... I, I, I somehow started hating my, my fellows there even though I'd never seen them before and after, so, but still, you kind of feel it, you know, when you want to get your spot, you're ready to fight for it, because like I said, I'm not a pushover, so, you know, if really, if, if, if we were, if I were to, if I was sad to fight for, I, I would, I would easily go for that, why not, you know, <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, and through my thoughts, I hear like so. And I kept thinking about it. So while while he was kind of telling his jokes and um, kind of the atmosphere was like you know we were just waiting, looking at the guy who we did not know, and uh, and he was looking at us, and we were just pretending that everything's okay, you know. We were just um, what what I like in the America that people kind of you know um, even though we don't know each other and we're not going to spend time together anymore we just you know we just ended up being here for a while for just for some reason it's just a it's just a pure coincidence that we are here together um, and the Americans kind of immediately you know uh, they they make kind of sort of a, this friendship you know. They ask you like who you are, where you're from, what you like, what you don't like, that kind of stuff, and you kind of feel comfortable, you know. You feel like, wow, yeah, it's cool. But once the situation is over, these people just forget you, and you've, I, I, I've, I've been there, like I've been, I've been, I've been kind of, I've been, you know, left out. Let's say that's you kind of feel like you are left out, like you are alone, you know now, so. Uh, I've been, I've been like left out, hundred times so far. So it's 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 tough, you know. Yeah. Um. And the. So for my thoughts, I hear like, all right, first five, they rushed away. And just, uh, I think it's it's necessary to say that there was a line. Yeah, I was I was maybe the seventh, the eighth probably. So yeah, and I w- I was sure that I was, like taken somebody's spot because as you know i'd been late and uh, just uh, and i was really kind of afraid of just being told like oh hey man you are late so just go go back but hopefully yeah first five rushed away two then two people uh and i was waiting i was waiting with bated breath so all right next five and luckily I was among those five lucky ones, yeah. And when I got to the studio, we were again informed thoroughly that no photo, no video. I don't know why are they so, so like desperately um, against just letting people take a photo or video. I think it's great. So, but still, it's their policy and we got to take it into account. We got to follow their policy, you know. Yeah, and in fact, there were 12 spots available in the show, you know, and just again, a reminder, in total, there were over 20 people, like, seeking to get the spot in the, in, in the show, and I was among those 25 people, as I was kind of a bit, a bit uh, unfair, and I was, again, I was using some methods that, like I said, uh, in war, all, all means are good. Uh, I got my spot, yeah, and the... Uh, so, what's the bottom line of this story is never leave your home without a power bank, first of all. Or at least you are in, in New York, you know, or in Moscow, etc., in London. So, if you're going to, like, because you're probably going to walk a lot and, and take a lot of pictures there. Um, but if you, for some reason, um, forgot you, uh, you know, you forgot your power bank or for some reason you are running late to the show, like me, never give up. So just never give up and because you're not a pushover. Um, 
and uh, yeah you gotta you gotta fight for your spot so that's been my story from new york thank you for your attention and and, and yeah i hope you enjoyed that yeah so i used a bunch of words so i hope you enjoyed listening to me and uh, have a good one goodbye